Good morning, and welcome to episode 71 of Effectively Wild, the Baseball Prospectus daily podcast, coming to you from Evacuation Zone B in Manhattan. I am Ben Lindbergh, and uh, in his Honda Fit, where I assume it is 70 and, and balmy and not sunny because it's nighttime, but it will be sunny tomorrow. Sam Miller, how's the weather in your part of the world? Uh, well, we have, um, Santa Ana winds now, so it's very warm. And what happens with Santa Ana winds is that usually they're followed by about a thousand massive fires. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you're feeling jealous that there's no attention, um, being given to our natural disasters, it will happen fairly soon. Mm -hmm. You'll get your turn. Your turn will come. Uh, well, I am one block away from the edge of evacuation zone A, which, uh, if you're inside there, you already had to evacuate earlier this evening. So I'm hoping to hide out here. Uh, what about the diner that's open 24 hours a day and <laughs> delivers? The diner is closed. So that is <laughs> how I knew that this what, was serious. What about your 7-Eleven? Uh, 7-Eleven, I don't know. I know the subway closed early. The 7-Eleven was open when I was coming back from the grocery store, but I don't know if it's Ooh. open now. Do you mean the subway restaurant or the train? Uh, the, the subway restaurant. The train is definitely closed. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, well, I've, I've mentioned before that I live on the banks of the Hudson River, which is made of water. And I guess water rises when there's a storm. Um... So I am high up in a building, so I don't have to worry about the water, but I do apparently have to worry about the winds breaking my windows. So we'll see if that happens. So um, baseball. Yeah, it's over. It's over. We did it. Yeah, and now we have to figure out what to write and talk about when there is no new baseball for the, last, for the next several months. Talking about is going to be hard. Writing, I think, will be not as hard. You have to remember how to get into off-season mode, which I forget how to do, but I will. it will come back to me, I guess. What are we going to talk about? Uh, I don't know. A lot of people have been asking if we're going to continue the show, and we do plan to continue the show. Um, and uh, we're, I guess, going to try to stay on the same schedule or at least see how that goes. We're not sure it's feasible. Um but it will man i i have not even <laughs> i have not even a little bit agreed to this <laughs> i thought i'd just say it and then you'd have no choice but to be the one <laughs> that everyone would blame for not having podcast um well as many times as we do the show we will probably rely on the kindness of others to a greater extent than we do during the regular season and we will probably have more guests on and we will want to hear from you uh, so in the next show or two, we will give you an email address where you can email us and either ask us a question or say something entertaining or give us a topic to talk about. And hopefully that will help get us through the, the lean months. And of course, we can talk about whatever baseball news there is during the off season, whether it's uh, winter meeting stuff or free agent stuff or all that usual thing i guess now that the world series is over free agency has begun so 
there will be new things to talk about. But before we talk about those new things, we should talk about the World Series that just ended. So somebody um, asked me on Twitter and then uh, since then has deleted the question, which um, makes it hard for me to credit this person, but also maybe a, a hint that this is not actually a good question, but I think we should talk about it briefly anyway. Um, the question was whether... Uh, the Giants are the worst dynasty ever or whatever you want to call winning two World Series in three years. And I don't really want to answer that, but I think that the question itself reflects a um, a little bit of a, a sort of a, a continued um, mistrust of Brian Sabian. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, certainly uh, five years ago, he he and Ned Coletti probably would have been the, the two whipping boys of the uh, stat head community mm -hmm. and perhaps even 10 years ago um when the giants were winning uh, i think there was a sense that he had just um he was blessed to have the greatest player yes. uh, ever and that uh if you stripped away that there wasn't a whole lot to his roster building i think that's a little bit debatable certainly there were lean years as he kept trying to get one last good season around bonds um and from 2004 to 2008 the giants were quite poor um but they've not only won uh two world series in the last three years but uh, they've uh, they they were good in the year in between. They um, very very easily could have made the playoffs. They were 99% uh, likely to make the playoffs at the trade deadline. They added Carlos Beltran, and you could I think that you could pretty much chalk the inability to make the playoffs last year to injuries and a little bit of uh, flukiness rather than uh, bad roster construction. I think that Sabian put together, you know, a good roster. Um, and the year before they won the World Series uh, with uh, a team that I don't think anybody really expected much from, he won, I think, 88. So this is a very good run for him. Um, they're a top 10 payroll, but they're certainly not a top three or four payroll. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been defending. I think I've been defending Sabian since um, I, don't, I don't know for the past year or so. So maybe I'm uh, willing to address this com uh, this question because I I kind of uh, feel like uh, that's a topic I like talking about. I like talking about Sabian now. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of fun to like him after all those years of thinking he was uh, an idiot. Um, but I mean, what do you think? Is is Sabian uh, does Sabian kind of belong to his reputation or is he better than we ever gave him credit for? Uh, I think, I mean, I think a lot of it, like you say, was based on that transition period from bonds to not bonds. Um, and I do think it's debatable to say, I mean, maybe he could have surrounded bonds with better players and, and done more with bonds. Uh, but he did get to a World Series with Bonds. And, I mean, uh, when you have Barry Bonds, maybe you don't have to do as much um, surrounding that greatest player ever. But And and there were good players surrounding right? I Bonds. Mean, he, I mean, he... The Jeff he, Kent he, trade, the, I guess. Jeff Kent trade was pretty much, uh, you know, one of the great trades, I mm -hmm. think, of, of our lifetime. Uh, he got, um, got Rich Aurelia for... John Burkett. Uh, he 
signed Ellis Burks on the cheap, and Ellis Burks was, I mean, you should really go back and look at his numbers as a giant there. Um, delightful. He got JT Snow for Alan Watson. I mean, there were, that was a pretty well put together team around Bonds, and they won a lot. They, uh, they won the division in 97. They had the best record, I believe, in baseball in 2000. Uh, they went to the playoffs, I believe, in 2001. They had the best record in baseball in 2003. And then 2002, of course, was the World Series. So um, that was a pretty good run as well. And he's been a general manager now for, what, 13, 13 years, I think, something like that, which is very impressive. Uh, not many general managers stick around that long. So, I mean, you almost have to think that he's doing something right if he's just managing to keep his job for that long. I think, I mean, you can kind of have it both ways, right? You can say that he's made mistakes and that maybe some of his philosophies are are not the best and yet also acknowledge all the good things that he does well. Um, I mean, it, it for a while there, it seemed like he had gone overboard on veterans and was all about signing veterans and extending veterans and maybe was trying to sustain the success of sort of the previous uh, successful incarnation of the team longer than its shelf life, maybe, um, mm-hmm. and didn't, didn't perceive the need for a rebuilding when he should have or, uh, or at least an exchanging of good players. Um, but, I mean, he built this pitching staff that has uh, won two World Series now. And that is an impressive accomplishment. And he's, I think, done a good job at uh, retooling or rearming at the at the deadline or in the middle of the season. Um, in 2010, when he did that and it worked so well, it was a bunch of guys who really no one anticipated doing as well as they did. Um, and then... The last couple of years, it's been he hasn't been shopping on the the bargain at the bargain bin quite so much with Carlos Beltran and then with Scudero and Pence. Uh, those are more quality players than the you know the guys that kind of took them all the way in 2010. Well, kind of uh, Scudero, kind of not. I mean, Scudero obviously now we look at him differently, but he was. Uh, he was, he had a 73 OPS plus with the Rockies. And I mean, that was more or less a, a dump. Who'd they yeah, give up? Culberson or something? Coming off a couple good years, at least, at least, I mean, kind of a useful player. Certainly not. Yeah. Useful nothing, player. Yeah. Uh, Cody Ross like, I would say. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and then Maharis is sort of, uh, Ramon Ramirez, Javi Lopez like uh-huh, in that pickup. But uh-huh. yeah, Pen- I mean, Pence is obviously more of the Beltron kind of acquisition. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, a record of mostly sustained success and being able to last as long as he has. Um, I mean, clearly whatever you think of his individual moves or his team building philosophies or his way of constructing a roster, he certainly elevated himself far above, uh, kind of the, the dregs of the GM world as he was regarded several years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, the, yeah, there are, there are, I mean, I guess if you, how many years did you say it's been, this is, I think this is 17th. I thought it had been longer. I am just looking at his Wikipedia page and it says that his 13 years is the longest run by a general manager in the club's history. But 
It, That's not right. No, that can't be Unless, right. Uh, no, that can't be right because he made the trade. No, the yes. trade. Uh, okay, so he took over in 1996. So that okay, is so 17 years, you're going to make a lot of moves, and there are obviously going to be bad ones. I think that it's fair to point out that um, the decision to not to to sort of willingly give up draft picks, like not just to uh, treat them cavalierly, but to actually intentionally punt them, to forfeit them, uh, was odd. And I don't know that we've ever gotten a real good answer about that. I think that the Zito contract, uh, there's never been a moment in history where you could rationalize that, I don't think. The Aaron Roan contract similarly was a deal that looked bad the day it was made, and Rowan didn't do him any favors. Um, I don't know. Maybe his uh, his uh, his uh, Nafi Perez infatuation. Although maybe that was a I don't know. Maybe that wasn't his fault. Um, so there are you can clearly point to um, specific. I think he extended Marvin Menard. That was pretty ugly. There are specific moves that you can point to that make you question uh, sort of his consistency or his discipline. And I think that it is fair to say that when he has money to spend, he is not necessarily uh, the best protector of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I just don't know how many got how many GMs are uh, good at that. I mean, free agent the free agent market, the free agency market uh, has made a lot of smart GMs look really poor. And um, I don't know that he's alone in that. Um, he maybe is near the worst in that sense, but uh, there are certainly things that he does really well that I think every, if he did it with a sort of stat head credentials, um, every fan would kind of love him for it. Mm-hmm. The way that he builds a bullpen on the cheap, the way that he, um, I mean, certainly, I don't know how much of this is luck, probably a great deal of it is luck, but his draft success since 2004 or so uh, is probably unparalleled in uh, as far as high picks go. Um, he's really hasn't had a miss yet, and um, uh, in the last, you know, in in his last like eight or something like that. And and to get Posey, Bumgarner, Lincecum in three years is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he kind of uh, he, he picks up spare parts the way that you um, normally expect a small market team to do it he does not have any um, prejudice against guys that are cast off either mid-season or um, kind of over the course of seasons uh, and I think that on both the 2010 team and this team uh, there are certainly guys that you can point to that were freely available to all 29 teams, um, and uh, and he hit he hit on them, and that's probably the most admirable skill that any of us ask for in a GM is the ability to find value that is free. Um, so that uh, overall, I mean that if if you look at the sort of I don't know maybe the three main components of roster building the big money the draft and the uh small money uh he really excels at two of them and it's a lot of temptation to resist spending money when you're granted permission to spend money because you never have a very long leash as a general manager and so if the question i mean you know if your choice is between spending maybe a little more than a player is worth and yet at the same time making your team better in the short term and then maybe the other choices being more prudent or taking a longer view and investing in 
in the international market or the draft or something where you'll it will take several years to see any return even if it is in the the best interest of your organization that takes uh, a lot of discipline to do yeah and 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 you, particularly i'm glad you brought that up because it's pretty pretty much accepted that he didn't have much to do with the zito move that that was kind of uh, a decision that was made above him and he merely carried it out um you I mean, we don't obviously we don't know the conversations that went into that. We don't know if it was the sort of thing where he could have talked somebody out of it or or if he wanted to. Maybe he was just as happy to have Zito as anybody else. But I think that there's a, a general sense among Giants fans that maybe he doesn't deserve all the blame or even most of the blame for that, although maybe some of the blame. Mm-hmm. Um, so bottom line, if your favorite team was hiring a GM, um, and they hired Sabian. Uh, is your initial response at this point uh, excitement or dread? <laughs> um, probably neither, I guess. Somewhere yeah, in the middle. Yeah, probably fair. Yeah, I don't... I mean... Okay, let me, let me rephrase it. If you... Um, well, what do you think? There's 30 GMs. Best guess. Where does he rank? Uh... I guess I would put him in the top half, certainly. Um, but I don't know if I would put him in the top ten. I don't think so. Not that my opinion on this is all that educated or informed, but uh, but yeah, I would maybe put him somewhere in the top half, but not in the top ten. And in game three of the division series, Homer Bailey completely dominated the Giants. They nearly lost, and they could have lost if they had lost that game and been swept out of the NLDS. Do you think that your opinion would be significantly different? Because if it would, we probably have a problem. <laughs> um, I don't know. I hope not. Uh, I mean, just the fact that they got to the playoffs again uh, speaks well of him. Um, so, I don't know. I it's hard to to kind of write him off as a good GM after winning two World Series in three years. Um, and yet, I guess I still have some inclination to... I mean, anytime you win the World Series, really, there's some luck involved. There are a lot of things that have to go right. And, and maybe some other GM who made decisions that were just as good as yours or just as defensible as yours at the time... Uh, didn't have them work out as well in a way that couldn't have been anticipated. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I guess, uh, as you mentioned, the, the draft record, I mean, is that if that is sort of his true talent uh, to either draft really well or if you want to say that he, he picked a, you know, a scouting director who's so good that he can draft really well, then then he's maybe one of the best GMs if he could keep doing that. If he could do that year in and year out and pick a great player with the top pick every year, then that would make him one of the best GMs. Or is he just a little lucky with that um, and made good picks and had them work out, whereas other teams that made good picks did not have them work out? Uh, I don't know if that's something that I would expect him to be able to do in the future. And you take that away maybe what's left isn't quite as impressive as it would be for other general managers. 
Okay, one more. Um, the Dodgers uh, seem to be willing to spend something like eighty to a hundred million dollars more than the Giants over the next, you know, per season over the next few years. Um, would you rather, knowing what you know about their current rosters, and also now knowing what you know about their GMs, would you rather be uh, in the position of rooting for the Giants or for the Dodgers over the next three seasons? Uh, so what you're asking is whether which one I think Ooh, will be yeah. more successful. Yeah, exactly. Um, next three years, I I might take the Giants just because they'll still have most of this pitching intact. Uh, beyond that, I would probably go with the payroll and the Dodgers. Are the Giants the favorite for the National League next year? Mm, probably not. I don't know. Depending on what happens over the winter, uh, I don't really think they were the best regular season team. So um, I guess not, I would say. And so does that just make you a hater? <laughs> yes. Quite, are you a, quite are you a hater? Quite possibly it does. Uh, it's weird that Zito was interviewed after the game and he says, says you know, yeah, he he said what players say a lot, which is, oh, well, you know, number the stats maybe didn't <laughs> didn't say that we were going to be the best. But this isn't about stats. It's about heart. <laughs> and which seems weird because, I mean, I certainly thought that the Giants were the favorite in the National League West coming into the season. Was there I mean, is there any every sort team. of disputing that people thought they were a, a pretty good team and they could easily win? I think every team likes to use that as motivation the idea that everyone is against them or is writing them off for some reason uh and well everybody is against barry zito and everybody has written him <laughs> off. yes him personally specifically yes the team but, uh, yeah. i don't think so all right well tomorrow we will talk about something other than the 2012 world's uh 2012 season is, the first time. is there anything that you want to say about the game before it becomes not timely anymore Okay. <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, I think I don't think it's timely right now. Yeah. Okay then. Uh, weather permitting, uh, I will be back, and Sam will be back on Tuesday. <laughs>